how do you say her name? I can never say it right. Melania. Okay. Did I, I always feel like I'm going to say it wrong, which would also be funny. Like Melania. 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 <laughs> Here we are back on Kishanon podcast about whatever the shit we talk about. My kids have started listening to this show. So uh, although the funny thing is, I don't think they're allowed to subscribe to it on their devices because it's marked explicit. And I think (laughs) I have content filters on their devices, but I might remove the content filters simply so we can get three more subscribers. That's parenting. (laughs) Well, we're here on our third episode. We we yes. we've you know thank you for listening. We have we have a bunch of subscribers. We actually have well or at least listens. We've got more listens than some like work podcasts I've done at this point. So tell your friends though, right? And also we're on Spotify. So if your friends are on Spotify and they're like, I only listen to podcasts on Spotify, so I won't listen to that key show because it's not on Spotify. Now you can mm-hmm. say sucka, it is. That was the number one reason people weren't tuning in. <laughs> Right, right. So there we go. We turned a corner. And we're going to kind of talk about some local stuff a little bit, as mm-hmm. it turns out. Those of you who don't know, we <laughs> we live in the Chicagoland area. Some of us more Chicago than land. But there's a couple things we're going to talk about that are turn out to be local and relevant to us. I think we should start with the one that I think is like just really kind of when you think about when you put these words in the order that spells this sentence, you go, mm-hmm. what? And that is that the mattress firm chain in Illinois are really just a front for money laundering and not actually <laughs> selling mattresses. That actually is a apparently like enough that Kelly was able to do research on it. There's quite a bit about this on the internet and business insider actually did a feature about it in their magazine. So, (laughs) so there you go. Cause as we'll learn, this conspiracy theory is kind of true (laughs) and not in a way that I want it to be like, it's actually just true. (laughs) Right. So there's so spoiler alert, you know, spoilers for everyone, not busted. Yeah, no. So this um, theory started on Reddit where all good conspiracy theories start. Um, And a user pointed out that he was in the suburbs of Chicago one day. And I believe I found out later, I think they were in Algonquin, but they were at at an intersection in Algonquin and they saw four mattress firms, one on each corner. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of like in parts of Chicago where there feels like there's a Walgreens on every corner. Yes. Like there is a a point I remember when I lived in Lakeview where I was like, I could stand at a corner with a Walgreens and see two other Walgreens almost from where I was at. When I lived in Bucktown, the Walgreens app used to get mad at me because there was a Walgreens like 0.2 miles away and then another one like 0.3 miles away. And I wanted to go to the one that was like 0.1 mile further and it used to yell at me. So this guy saw four mattress firms. Yeah. He did not so use he, the app. As far as we know, the mattress firm, mattress no. firm does not have an app. Do they have it? Oh, I was going to ask. I don't know. What? Maybe they do. I'm, uh, you you tell us about it. this. I'm going to go look and see. Download and tell me all about it. So they put this on Reddit. And then everyone started posting maps of their areas with mattress firms on every corner. And so this conspiracy theory kind of gained traction. And then someone did an analysis and basically there's more mattress stores in the United States than there are McDonald's or Starbucks. And 42.6% of all mattress firm stores are within one mile of each other, (laughs) which seems insane. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about sales territories and stuff, but it, it, it seems like your density numbers are off. 
these stores are also always empty. And so having stores next to each other was a, a concerted business strategy of Mattress Firm because people only buy mattresses once every seven to 10 years. So if they were next to each other, they technically had a bigger market share or so they thought. So so really, it was a way to like make the numbers not be true. It wasn't so much to sell more mattresses, but that right. they could say they had more of a... I mean, I get like people only buy their mattresses every seven to 10 years, but apparently within very small circles of... You know, like, I don't know. Right. So do you know what Mattress Firm calls their headquarters? I don't. What does it? They call it the bedquarters. The bedquarters. <laughs> that also sounds like, like, this is starting to sound like some kind of weird superhero villain that was like on the tick or something like that. And it's like the, you know, mattress head or something. And he has the bedquarters. The bedquarters. You know? <laughs> Could you imagine? You're like, oh, I got to take this call from the bedquarters. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that I don't have that experience. With the stores all being close to each other, though, this was the first time that part of this theory was kind of proven true because there were many lawsuits in federal court in the United States that real estate brokers bribed mattress firm agencies to let them, bribe them to keep them on as a sole broker because they knew they would be opening up stores like all in the same block. So it was like a guaranteed commission and check for them. So it was never prosecuted, but it was brought up to federal court and I they settled. So something, <laughs> I don't know. So there was kind of a conspiracy to put all these mattress firm stories right. across from one another. And um, mattress firm also was on every corner because they made their money by buying up smaller mattress stores and putting them out of business. Not to go off, but I just had this realization that I, I didn't put this two and two together. So my mom... Years ago, like when I was in like, I want to say like middle school or whatever, my mom worked, she worked in the office of like a local mattress company. See, I'm afraid to say the name because if I'm wrong for what I'm going to implicate them in, but like they were mobbed up. Like the owner of the company, like his dad was like, like, I remember there was like a big kind of like Rico thing in Chicago, like in the Mm -hmm. eighties or whatever. And then she's like, that's my boss's dad. That's on the front page of the Chicago Tribune. I don't know that they ever did anything with that, but like, I wouldn't be surprised. Is this what they meant by what Sonny meant by going to the mattresses <laughs> in the Godfather? It was when they went to the mattress firm. Yeah, they went to the <laughs> All mattress five firm. five families, they met at the yeah. same mattress firm. <laughs> so mattresses um, <laughs> are sketchy AF, apparently. But you're right. So what you're saying ties into this real estate thing, because who do you think supplied the real estate brokers? Right. In Chicago, the mob. Yeah. So they were implicated in these lawsuits and they were all brought under RICO. But like I said, most of them were settled. And so I don't know what they were settled for or what was said in them. It's not like public knowledge. So because Mattress Firm was buying up all these smaller mattress stores, they were losing money. They were like hemorrhaging cash. Steinhoff, a South African company, I think it's like the IKEA of South Africa is what they called it. They bought up Mattress Firm. For two times what it was worth. <laughs> so, of course, there's more rumors starting about why would you do that unless it was money laundering. And it was a bad investment. And then in 2017, the head of Steinhoff in South Africa was like brought down and arrested under corruption charges and accused of using mattress firm as a place to hide money. <laughs> <sighs> so... <laughs> So this like, really isn't a conspiracy. It's not as straightforward as just mattress firms are being used for money laundering, but it, in the end, they are. 
in a way because Steinhoff is using them to not pay taxes or something. Yeah, I I wish I could. I was just trying to find any of the information about like the problem is I don't even remember my mom's boss's name now off the top of my head. Right. Now, what's interesting is the headquarters or I, the bedquarters, if you will, of this Please. company that my mom worked for. When I look it up, their current bedquarters is Algonquin, oh, which sweet. was, you know, so the Algonquin mob, I guess, you know, as they do out there on Randall Road. Um, a big mafia location. Randall it really Road. is. After it dark. really is. Ooh. But yeah, and then um, further playing into the conspiracies also to wrap this up is when people started tweeting these articles about the South African bribery case and all these the real estate lawsuits, they Reddit started deleting their comments, allegedly. Allegedly. So Reddit is part of the mattress mafia they're, they're conspiracy. part of Big Mattress. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't You got to go to our bedquarters on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The red quarters. No. But we don't really, we just assume that money laundering is what they were doing. The lawsuits against the guy from South Africa are not completed yet. Like they're still tied up in courts. But basically he was accused of the reason he was overpaid for mattress firm was to launder money. And he's been using mattress firm accounts to store money to evade taxes in South Africa. Right, right. Yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, it's sort of, I guess, you know, it's like uh, Walter White, you know, had his car wash, you know, you could use mattress stores for that kind of thing too, I guess. Yes. I think when we talked to people and we're looking for like local conspiracies, like this theme came up quite a bit of like, there's a place that, you know, my my friend Kat was talking about some place in Seattle that was like, yeah, this place is totally a front. People are aware of a lot of that. And then, but I think also maybe when you see a business that like doesn't seem to be doing well, but is always around still. And you're like, how could they be making money? You're like, okay, it's got to be something else. There has to be something weird. So I feel like we need to touch on, this isn't a local one, but just speaking of something weird, but I Mm. think we know the answer to this one, but you know, wacky conspiracies in the news. I mean, besides like the obvious ones that are like going to destroy our democracy that we just are going to conveniently never talk about on the show. Please no. But like, but the, the monoliths, right? Like there are these weird monoliths like appearing everywhere. I I did think Southwest airlines, social media team like had the best tweet. So they, I don't know if you saw this, but they Photoshopped it to look like the, um, that this weird monolith to look like, the the little column thing that says what what number in oh. line you are or whatever where to line up and they're like oh sorry yeah we forgot that here because that's totally what it looked like it looked like that oh, rectangular that yeah, southwest you, thing but yeah like your boarding number I did not see that tweet but no I did see that yeah I just saw them the one was in Utah right one was in Romania and this has been solved though right like this yeah is nothing, it's, like no it's or weird it's a, a group of artists took yeah. It was going to be that or marketing, some marketing campaign, you know, some someone trying to be viral. As always, I was hoping for aliens, but no one ever delivers. Hear that? Aliens listening to our podcast? Please. (laughs) I just want some extraterrestrial conspiracy stuff to come true. Well, we'll have to do we'll have to do a like a whole alien thing in a little while because there's a lot of stuff about that. So let's talk about about Jake. Like this is, okay. This is another like local Chicagoland thing that Mm -hmm. somehow neither of us knew anything about. When we were asking people for suggestions, a friend said, I don't know if this is quite a conspiracy, but it's a mysterious disappearance. So I looked into it and it took some twists and turns. 
for sure. And there's a lot of conspiracy stuff around it on the internet, of course. So this is about a 49-year-old Jake Safolia, um, a United Airlines executive who lived in Elmhurst and went missing in early August and has not been seen or of, heard from since. Of this year. Like yes, this was August like a couple months ago. Yeah. And so the first thing that popped into my mind when I read this was I live 25 minutes from Elmhurst and I've not heard of this. Have you heard of this, Matt? I have not, but also I haven't left my house. But still, like, there's been nothing on any news. Like, I've never caught anything about this. I don't know. Fair. Well, I don't. I don't watch news. I'm not. That wasn't supposed to be like a like I don't own a TV kind of comment. I was just like (laughs) saying it's just like I don't. I realize I don't really want you know. I don't. I don't. I'm reading my books. Print is dead. I don't know. I know very little about anything in local news. Okay. Because I don't, I don't read the paper and I don't watch WGN anymore. But I used to would watch the morning news or something. But Same. but even so, people I know watch those right. things, and you would think it would have made its way through the conversation. I basically only intake local news because I hate cable news, and I've never seen anything about this. I read the Tribune every morning. I've never seen anything about it. So right there, I was like, that's really strange because it seems like newsworthy. So basically. On August 5th, he flew from San Francisco to Chicago. He was dating a woman in San Francisco. On August 6th, he had a meeting with his realtor because his house was up for sale. And later that night, a coworker was over and his teenage son was over. He has teenage twins and his ex-wife lives, I presume, nearby enough. They shared custody. So the son and the friend from work were there and they reported that he was very drunk. Um, On August 7th, there's footage of him filling up his gas tank at a gas station and then he's never seen or heard from again. And they found his car two days later at a forest preserve about 30 miles from his house, not even 30 miles from his house. Sorry, about 30 minutes from his house. But not Um, close. I mean, not like right there. No, like he would have had to drive. And at the gas station, he looks like he's wearing khakis, hiking boots and a t-shirt. There's some debate about this also, because some people say he was wearing golf shoes Because on that day, he was supposed to do a corporate golf outing and didn't show up. So they find his car eventually, and then they go to his house, and his Apple Watch and his phone are in his house still. Hmm. So he let wherever he went, he didn't bring his watch, and he didn't bring his phone. Right. The reason this was all reported was because he missed a scheduled time with his kids. So when he didn't show up, his wife knew that was not normal at all and called the police to file a missing persons report. The Elmhurst Police Department doesn't really say anything about this, but they started, obviously they found his car and his phone and stuff. And then the Elmhurst police department announced that he was currently under a criminal investigation. Okay. So the plot, as we say, thickens. It does. And they've never said what he was under investigation before. And a judge has denied FOIA requests twice. Really? That's promoting the conspiracy because of course, I just feel like if he'd been like under investigation for a DUI, a judge would have allowed that. So that has people really talking also. So right away, his family hired a private investigator on August 10th. So that's like two days after he's gone missing and they're hiring a private investigator, the Elgin police department and the DuPage forest and County like police sheriff's office. They're conducting searches. The woods where his, car was found have been exhaustively searched like no body has been recovered he has not been found no one has seen or heard from him at all but he also we come to find out has a second girlfriend oh who lives here so he has this woman in san francisco 
And he, the reason he was in San Francisco to see her is because it was her birthday. But she had explained that they had broken up and he had flown out there to get back together with her. But the night before he went missing, he told his coworker that it was all her fault and he had broken up with her. This ex-girlfriend in California and his ex-wife also both reported to the police that he had recently mentioned wanting to go off the grid and wanting to disappear. He had another girlfriend who was local to the Chicago area, and they were supposed to have dinner the night of August 8th. But of course, he obviously did not show up to that. And on the initial missing persons report, it said that he had last had contact with the police on August 6th, which means the day before he went missing, he had contact with the police. Presumably to inform him, maybe he was under criminal investigation. I don't know. All conjecture that I found on Web Sleuths. I will say I got this info from Web Sleuths, but they're pretty tough about info. And I double checked like sources independently. And these are all things that have been said like by the police or by his family, like officially. So I just did a little poke on one of the links. I just want to add some, some personal context to this of which I, it's not really that much of a connection. But my girlfriend and I, our first date was at that forest preserve about four weeks after this guy went missing. I know nothing about this, by the way. I have nothing to be connected to. But I was like, <laughs> I know that place, right? Yeah, so I know really it Waterfall Glen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was parked on like this hidden kind of half gravel lot, not an official lot, on Bluff Road. Um, so there's no security cameras there. So the other part of the conspiracy is that because there were no security showing who exited the car in that parking lot, they're not 100% certain that it was him driving and filling up with gas and all that. Because the person, the footage is really grainy from the gas station camera. And you can kind of tell what the, you know what I mean? You can kind of see who it is. But if it had been a similar framed person, I don't think you could be like 100%. But the neighbor across the street reported seeing the Range Rover leave the house three to four hours after the gas station. So they're also not sure if he went to the gas station, went back home, and then something happened between then and the car turning up. These web sleuths are they're on the case. But so the other part of the conspiracy is the mother allowed the son to talk to the police, but not the daughter. And the daughter has never spoken to the police or in any like official capacity on the record about this. They're minors. I was going to say, I mean, there could also be just that like, for sure, she doesn't want to, she's not comfortable. Like that would be a hard thing to talk about. So I could, I'm I could see how it could sound sketchy, but yeah. it could also be very legit, which is like, Hey, your dad goes missing. Like maybe you don't want to talk, want to talk about it. Right. Yeah. There's a weird Facebook group set up by someone to like bring awareness to this, but then they kept getting like, the moderator kept just talking about how Zuckerberg knows all the evil and Zuckerberg knows what's going on. And he was spouting conspiracies about like Zuckerberg being tied to the case and Facebook just deleted the group, but the group blamed it on the family wanting it to get deleted because they were showing the truth. So there was this whole like internet war about Facebook groups, but really like the only things I could find about this were just from directly from police reports or from the patch website, like the local news websites. Because Patch is writing about this a lot and trying to keep people updated, but no one else seems to be talking about it, which is why everyone thinks something sinister is going on or perhaps a mafia connection or something like financial fraud. Right. And that's why he wanted to disappear or he's in witness protection. I just think it's very weird that it's not on the local news more. I feel like missing persons are more often... I don't know. Right, especially when it's continuing to be curious, right? 
but everyone on the internet just is so upset that we're not hearing about this more. And they think it's absolutely conspiracy by the Elmer's police department. And (laughs) I know it's like, (laughs) but yeah. And some people are saying it's weird because he went missing on the second anniversary of his promotion. (laughs) And I was like, like, who pays attention to that? Like yourself, right? Yeah. But yeah, so this is getting a lot of like online crime solving circles riled up. They really want to know what happened. But they don't really have any ideas other than they have a lot of questions, but no one's ever, no one's actually figured anything out yet. Right. We'll keep you posted. I know. Because Kelly is on this now. This is, this is now a a Jake Sefolia. How do you say his name? Sefolia? Jake Sefolia. I don't know. Jake Jake Sefolia podcast. Um, Jake, if you're listening to the show, tweet us and tell us what's going on. Right. We're worried about it. It's totally good. It's totally good. Here's the thing. We got to talk about some food stuff for a little bit and to cleanse the palate, if you will. We've seen some weird ass food stuff so on weird. the Twitters over the last week or so. And We're I think partially it. it's holiday time, you know, whatever. But kind of before we go into like weird food stuff, there's a note in our our uh, our show notes for today that just says bone bro bone bro. Let's say that bone bro. There's a note in our sh- Oh my god, wait, am I saying the words right? There's a note in our show notes that simply says bone broth and how gross it is. It's which- so gross. <laughs> so I just I had a dental procedure. I'm on a liquid diet for 2 weeks. I'm almost done. But the first day I could really only have thin liquid, so I got these sipping broths they're called cuz I see all these Instagram influencers. It's like a sipping whiskey or a sipping yeah. tequila as opposed it's, to your shooting gross. broth. <laughs> as opposed to the broth that you do for, you know, for shooters, right? Yes, this is high-end broth for for sipping. I see all these influencers. They're like, mm, "Bone broth, it keeps me full and energized all day. It's so delicious." And I'm like, "Sure." Wait, I there can. are bone broth influencers? Yes, they're the oh wellness ladies, the wellness people. So I try to sip this bone broth and it's so gross. It tastes just like you're drinking straight fat or oil, but also completely lacks flavor at the same time. And it's so disgusting and I need everyone to stop drinking them. I need them to stop trying to make this happen. Kelly is an anti-bone broth influencer. She's a bone broth defluencer. Unfluencer? What do you call somebody who tries to get an unfluencer? You're a bone broth unfluencer. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. So... Yeah, so stop with that. But that was my mini rant. Thank you. Mini rant about the bone broth. Here's there's two things. So one thing, and I think this was in the context of Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving was I don't know was, was it last week, week so, before. Shockingly, it was just last like two weeks ago. Week. It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Somebody tweeted. So Carrie Paul tweeted and said, "I just had to explain quote Lutheran sushi." also known as pickle roll-ups to my coastal girlfriend, and somehow it made me miss the Midwest even more. So from what we can tell, quote, Lutheran sushi is like pickle, like wrapped in cream cheese and lunch meat, and then sliced like a maki roll. (laughs) And the reason it sort of came up and caused consternation is, Kelly and I both are from the Midwest. We live in the Midwest and have never seen this period, much less heard it referred to as Lutheran sushi. So I, but also this brings up the fact that there's a whole different part of the Midwest that we always forget about, which is like Kansas kind of. The plain states. This is just like, I understand there'll be something terrible that you grew up with. But yes. that you're like nostalgic for it. But then even when somebody will share something terrible they grew up with, 
you're kind of like, I might want to try that just for kicks. Like, uh, no, I zero interest. And I like all of these things. And I, I do love all of these things. I love every single one of the ingredients. I don't like them like this together. It's grossing me out. The cream cheese is what messes it up for me. Like I would super, in fact, I am fairly certain I have as a snack, like wrapped lunch meat around like a cloth and pickle and just ate that. And that was like a thing. I, in fact, I, well, I used to, yeah, oh, paleo but you. never with cream cheese, but yeah. Pickles and cream okay. cheese does not seem like any mix that is good for any. No, it's not okay. And also just think of biting down and then that cream cheese like slides out of the meat wrapper in your maki roll. And it's so disgusting. You just have cream cheese everywhere. That's what I'm picturing happening. Somebody in the replies likes this so much that they invented uh, a dip of that theme, uh, right? Why? They turned it into dipped form. Sure. So, and then someone's like, oh, if you did it with smoked salmon, it's like a keto version of bagel and lox. You're like, no, it's not because of the pickles. <laughs> and also salmon would be an improvement, but like salmon would know. salmon and cream cheese is good. Salmon and cream cheese is good, but not pickles and cream cheese. Pickles and cream cheese. I maintain that pickles are too slimy for cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, I challenge anyone listening to this to tell me some there's nothing to bind that together. Right, like I, some combination of pickles and cream cheese that we are unaware of where we'll go, oh, that's right. When those are together that way, it works because you're not. We could put a bounty on this and that money would go unclaimed because you cannot do it. You can't. It's so gross. Also, but, why why do you have to comply Lutheran sushi? <laughs> is the idea supposed to be like a joke that like Lutherans <laughs> are like super milk toast, white bread, boring? So the closest <laughs> thing to sushi they would get is like... Pickles and ham and cream cheese. I mean, I want to hear about the Presbyterian sushi. Right. <laughs> I, want to, I want to hear about the Methodist sushi. Let us know what you think Methodist sushi would be. Ooh. Now, something that seems super bizarre that, on the contrary to Lutheran sushi, we can't wait to try. Cannot wait. Is, <laughs> this was just even just yesterday. And by the way, just to point out, this tweet was just yesterday, and it already has 151,000 likes on Twitter and has been retweeted almost 20,000 times. So this cat was like, I had a dream where there was some kind of a food called King's Hand, which was a hollow hand made of M&M cookie. And was filled with Greek salad. I could not stop thinking about this. And then they go on to actually make King's Hand. There's a whole tweet thread about how to do this. And I have to applaud like the effort, which was like you dream of something weird. And you're like, I want this to exist so I can find out. And somebody asked, like, what did it taste like? And they said it tasted like King's Hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> so we don't know. So Kelly and I are going to both individually try to make King's Hand. Absolutely. How many days do you think I'm going to last before I order us both those silicone hand molds? Sil- <laughs> well, no, it's it's you have to make your own. It's just yeah. the it's just the they aren't already hand forms. But I no, bet but don't you like make a mold of your make own it of your hand. own hand, right? So that's what they did. Is they said you know you have to get food grade silicone putty, and then you make your own mold of your hand. I mean, I imagine you could probably find a food mold of a hand, but it seems more personal to make your own hand. And it's, it's the perfect size portion for you. Right, exactly, because if your hand is a different it's size. your own hand, yeah. I'm just so obsessed with this. 
I and, and the funny thing is nobody really has reported on if it actually would taste okay. I mean, I think we know it wouldn't. It wouldn't taste good, but it would also taste like King's Hand. It would taste <laughs> so. That's what matters. So much like King's Hand, <laughs> just like King's Hand. We will report on this in a in a future episode. As soon as I can chew again, I'm making this. <laughs> right, right, yeah. We have a little time because yeah. you know, for because you you don't want to have liquefied King's Hand. No, no. I barely want to have the regular version of these. (laughs) Much less the kind that goes in a blender. (laughs) You know what we didn't talk about food-wise? What? Because we kind of missed Thanksgiving a little bit. Oh, okay. Is there like any, like not necessarily going into like the Thanksgiving food you hate or whatever, but like what's your Lutheran sushi? Like a thing that's part of Thanksgiving for you that most oh. people would be like, I have never heard of that. And you're like, my family does this all the time. It's just part of our thing. And until I met people outside my family, I didn't know that this wasn't like normal part of the food canon. I, okay. It's hard with Thanksgiving because we have a pretty classic Thanksgiving. I mean, we could not have it. I guess Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving could be where we jumped off from. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think. Well, my mom. <laughs> I still want this when I'm sick, even though now I know it's disgusting. But my mom would make me something called cheese soup. (laughs) (laughs) Which was melted American cheese. It was melted Velveeta, excuse me, with like mixed veggies. (laughs) (laughs) Just all melted into a soup. And it was just like something we ate when we were sick, I think, because our throats would hurt. But I didn't know that other people didn't make cheese soup by just melting a block of Velveeta with some frozen mixed veg. I don't know why, but for me, like that much cheese does not sound like a thing I would no, want when so I was sick. No, it's so good. It's oh, so but no, good. I'm saying when I think of I'm being congested, the last thing I want is like cheese and milk. Remember, and... it's cheese product. <laughs> That's true. It's not actually there was actually no dairy in, in this in the cheese. Dairy free. <laughs> it's so delicious, though. It makes you feel better. I think people always go to some form of ambrosia as like a thing. <laughs> I, I, I always love like when you'll see these things and you know, like it's the family recipe that like you have every holiday or whatever. And you know, it came from like the back of better homes and gardens in 1976. Right. And so the one for me with that is it's a strawberry pretzel salad that my stepmom so makes. And it was so good. I made it for Thanksgiving this year for, for just the two of us, but still it was super good. And I think we just finally finished eating it the other day because it's a 13 by nine pan <laughs> of strawberry pretzel, jello and cream cheese. That sounds so good. Yeah. It takes forever versus like some of the stuff like aspic or whatever that you find in like these oh, cooking things yeah. from the sixties, like Ooh. a jello mold made out of bone broth. That's I'm sure somebody I'm does gl- that. I'm glad I missed that era of cooking. I never had to come home to jello molds of any food. That's a blessing. <laughs> and there's like a name for that too, like a jello mold that's made out of like meat. Isn't it aspic? I think yeah, just that's aspic. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, yeah. I don't you know what though, I don't know because I've never eaten that. Right. So. It's a thing to avoid. Yes. At, at costs. Our our final conspiracy, which, you know, I think people are aware of, right? Because if you're on the social medias, but I'd like to know a little more about what you might have seen about this, Kelly. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of theories that there's like 15,000 people who who are actually Melania Trump or who Melania Trump is played by like a dozen different people. And it's not usually her, which I mean, I think like body doubles in politics is not unheard of like sometimes i mean there was a whole kevin klein movie or was, or was it kevin klein? it was dave right like, dave 
Yeah. Yeah. I just movie. watched that movie. <laughs> it was a great movie. That's what I do with my spare time. I'm watching blockbusters like Dave. So if we could like, that's like if like one of Melania's doubles could be someone who would like make the government better from the inside, like Dave <laughs> right. did, yes. you know, that would be great. But I don't think that's what's happening. No, basically this theory started uh, with in 2017 by Guardian columnist Marina Hyde. She tweeted a picture of Melania at a Secret Service training center in October of 2017 and said that it didn't look like Melania. And I saw the picture she was referring to and they don't look like Melania. But I also can't tell if it's the angle. I don't know. I'm not I'm not very good at this. But the body Does anybody double, check the eyebrows because eyebrows they never are immutable change. and cannot change. You yes. can't change them and that's important to remember about eyebrows. <laughs> she, the the body double has a wider nose and a different shaped mouth and everyone I think basically it is a situation where it's her secret service agent and she just steps in for her because <laughs> they get secret service agents that that look like them a little bit. Similar. That was on Veep. That was a whole, there it, was a whole yes. storyline of Veep about that. Right. And then, you know, Serena was mad because she's like, she doesn't look like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think I look like. But yeah, so there's been four other big instances where people think they see body doubles. The second was in um, June of 2018 at a military base in Brussels. And she is coming off the plate in that one without sunglasses. And that one was a little, I almost think that one was her, but she just had had work done on her face and was a little puffy. Like, that's what it looks like. And then in March 2019, when they went to visit Alabama storm victims, they say it wasn't her. And in October of 2020, boarding a Marine One flight, they say it wasn't her. And the March 2019 and October 20th, it looks like someone different than Melania, but like the same person both times. So I am inclined to believe it's her secret service agent. As far as it's like being a big deal, I guess it's just more of a big deal. Like if you're like, why couldn't she be bothered to like do this herself? You know, it's like, it'd be one yes. thing if it was like, she's opening, you know, like a used car lot or something, but like going to see like victims of a tragedy or something, you're like, come on, you gotta, you gotta do that one yourself. You can't, well, you can't outsource that. It's, of course, also a conspiracy because someone, I won't say who, started talking about it on Twitter and responding to all the conspiracy theories. So then it became a huge thing. But like, so what's the what's the the conspiracy, though? Just that, like, you know, she just like didn't want to go somewhere sometime and somebody else showed up instead. Like a good ah. conspiracy would be, that as we learned in our last him. episode, maybe she, she left him or she was dead yeah. or whatever. No, the conspiracy is just that she gone. She just left. Uh, this is we haven't seen the real Melania for a couple of years. Which, years, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that seems reasonable, right? Like, I mean, you know, Melania just wanted to live a rich, quiet life. <laughs> Here right. she is, and now yeah. <laughs> now she has body doubles. But yeah, the conspiracy is that she left him and doesn't live in the White House, and that's why she doesn't go to some of these events. But yet, she goes to some of them. Right. right. And maybe like, they that's, have an agreement. I don't know. Who's Oh, it's like a visitation thing, right? It's like a 50-50. It's like the I think if I was first lady, there's a few events I would ask to skip. <laughs> well, know? right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like yeah. that's like not super abnormal, but no. like you gotta pick the ones, right? Like I said, you know, like but maybe that's part yeah. of what people are thinking. They're like, Oh, she doesn't really care about this thing and but yet it's a thing that she should care about. Right. So why send your body double to that one versus again, it's not like of course Joe's crazy like mattress land opening or whatever <laughs> but no yeah that's a conspiracy is that she left him and she they just use a body double which i think fine why not 
What's like the weirdest or most interesting thing you think you uncovered this this week or last week or whatever in, in your sleuthing? Mm. Like what really like stands out where you're like, whoa, besides like the entire thing about Mr. Jake, because now you're obsessed with it. Actually, when I was doing the Jake research, I learned that Illinois has a law where if you're a missing person, they can legally inquire to your bank if there's bad activities on your account. The bank cannot the bank can only say yes or no until you get a warrant, but without a warrant or without a subpoena, I don't know. If they could subpoena, well, you can subpoena records. So I guess that would be, yeah. you could subpoena the records. Subpoena records. We're gonna so. edit, I'm going to edit this better so that we sound <laughs> smart. Don't worry about that. Right? Please so, let me sound as yeah. dumb as possible. Because <laughs> everyone was going nuts because they were like, well, have they asked the bank if he's been using his money? And everyone was like, they can't get that without a subpoena. And then someone put on the site about how actually well actually yeah (laughs) so if someone's been declared missing for x amount of days an adult you can look but also jake had a power of attorney which means that the power of attorney could just immediately grant access to that so right but it's good to know about that law but now you know that now we know about the illinois law i'm I'm glad we did an episode about the mattress firm stores i mean that was that might have been one of the first ones yeah it's because it was real it's just it's just reporting this this week is just more about reporting. We're just telling you about, you know, we're covering the mattress firm story. It's just the thing that happened. We're covering Jake Sefolia because the local media isn't. We are Keishanon. We're not afraid to like no. tackle all the things that WGN is is afraid. <laughs> so, you know, Robin Robinson, we're coming for you. Is Robin Robinson still on WGN? I don't think so. Oh shit. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Robin Robinson, wherever you work, we're still we, we're on to you. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I went. Larry Potash, he's on. Larry Potash, yeah. Okay. Larry, we're coming for you. All I learned this week was that if you tell me to research something, I just will. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so this this show can really be about whatever you guys want. <laughs> you can just fair, trick, yeah. me, trick me into researching any old thing. Well, it's sort of like the Cubs Trump one. Like if that guy <laughs> didn't out it, it would have happened. That's so Right? Funny. You know, so... So that's the other thing. If you're a listener, like when you give us an idea and then we're like, tell us more about it. Don't be like, oh, I just made that shit up. Like, no, yeah, we'll believe it. We will believe and it. We will, then we'll get really frustrated that there's no evidence. <laughs> and, and Kelly will get drunk and mad at the internet. <laughs> yeah. See, that's just good for everybody. It is. If you do have a favorite conspiracy theory you'd like to see us yeah. talk about, tweet us of- at Kishanan. And we might just do that. Uh, we do have like a pretty extensive Google Doc of ideas and stuff, but <laughs> but they can't all be about Nicolas Cage being an immortal vampire Fine. locked in a centuries-long <laughs> battle with John Travolta, who is also immortal. And we may, you know, have guests. We got ideas for this Good show, ideas. so Although subscribe. you guys, give me more mysterious disappearances, if you know of any. I would like more mysterious disappearances. And you can you can send them to us at on Twitter at Kishanon. Or you could tweet Kelly directly if you want, you know. Sure. Yeah, why not? Just it's, slide into the DMs there. Just, you know? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> it's like everybody else on Twitter gets like creepy DMs and Kelly's gonna get ones about weird, mysterious disappearances. That's all I want. So, yeah. That's all I want. Well that that'll bring us to the end of this uh this episode of Kishanon. It was fantastic as always. I Thank believe. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. 
even tell people that aren't your friends. Yeah. You know, especially people that aren't your friends. Right. Yeah. Maybe don't tell your friends if no. you'd like them to stay your friends, but you know, <laughs> tell people that have more time. Yeah, I mean, it's like pandemic. What else do people have to do but listen to our podcast? Nothing. So nothing at all. This has been Keishanon and the truth and the tacos are out there. Yeah.